The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't sister. know we were going to go there on this. <laughs> People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in exactly. to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy. Yeah. Right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm asking people two weeks before the actual day. Of course they have plans. Oh, God. People ask me three days before things. Really? Yes. Super last minute, but tomorrow. Yeah. I'm Honey German. My parents are Dominican. I was born and raised in New York City. I love sneakers, and I'm a body-positive advocate. I'm Carolina Bermudez. Soy Nicaragüense, but I was born and raised in Ohio. I'm a wife, a mama, and a worker bee. This This is is Life in Spanglish. Spanglish. At all. Mm -hmm. Last week was amazing. Was it so good? It really was. I had no editing to do. Look at you. No, look at you. Making me feel guilty because I don't know how to edit. You know that they would never let me near an edit bay when I was younger? Really? No, they were just like, you're going to fuck it all up. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why. Oh, are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Okay. Well, then we can go. Um, How was your Mother's Day, honey? It was good. Did you see your mom? No, I didn't see my mom, but I did see my other like pretend moms on oh, Saturday. Nice. Okay. So I saw like my big sister. She's like my stand-in mom. Oh, because you guys have what's the age difference between you and um, the older sister? My older sister is like six years older than me. Oh wow. Okay, so not that much. My older sister is twelve years older than I am. Oh, wow, so I yeah, always that's looked a mom at her mom. as kinda like a young mom. To yeah. Me. Yeah. My old but my older sister has like a very old spirit. Right. And my mom always traveled between New York and Dominican Republic, and she was the older one. She was always in so charge. So she was always in charge. Yeah, but Vanessa was like, ingrata. You already know. No me mandaste nada. Oh, I tried FaceTiming her a couple times, and she just, like, dubbed my phone call. She was, like, too busy. Sorry, next. Did she, you send her anything? She's all the way in Dominican Republic. Oh, no, no, no. You can't be spending that international money. No, we'll wait till you get At back. At all. When she get back, her <laughs> gift is right in my house. How was your Mother's Day? It was amazing, girl. Really? Yes. Aww. Um, my husband had asked me, which by the way, 
I felt like that was kind of weird because he said to me, what do you want to do for Mother's Day? I said, shouldn't you have this plan? Like, shouldn't you have something in mind? Yes, like, he asked that? No, no, no. He asked me, like, the week before. He said, what do you want to do for Mother's Day? Maybe he wants to, like, make sure what you do is what you want to do. No, and you're exactly right. Yeah. Because he said, he goes, well, I made lunch reservations for us, like, mm-hmm. at 1245. He goes, but is there anything else, like, that you particularly wanted to do? And I said, well, I want to go to church. I said, and I want to plant our garden. And I thought that would be like a nice family activity. My sister did the same thing. She did planting all day yesterday. Okay. So, you Long Island girl. No, no, no. So here's the thing. So we had to revise the plan a little oh, bit. because Well, first of all, we went out with the Bronsteins on Saturday night, and I had a couple too many spicy margaritas, so Ooh, I didn't okay. get up in time for church. So sorry, <laughs> Jesus. But um, we didn't go to church. Asher's soccer was canceled. So we laid around the house. It was so amazing. And yesterday was disgusting out disgusting so we got ready and then we um got we went to lunch we got tickets to a movie we saw detective pikachu oh i love that That shit was intense ryan reynolds I was not right ready oh yeah and he only is in the film for i'm sorry i'm gonna ruin it for everybody can i ruin it or no. should i not ruin it okay he's like in the film for maybe four minutes are you kidding but me? his voice is of pikachu he turns but into Pikachu? He is Pikachu. Okay, so and first then, he's a human, then he turns into Pikachu? No, he's Pikachu first, and then he turns human. Oh, got it. Okay, but I just spoiled it for everybody. It's okay. So anyway, long story short, we went and saw that, and I said to Mark, I was like, you gave me the best Mother's Day gift. By the way, I did not get anything material. Aw. I got two cards. You got everything, though. And I, said I feel to the him, same way. Like, I don't need anything. You gave me love and attention, and I said, I'm, I swear to you, I'm not just saying this. Like, and the two babies. No, of course. That's what I said to him. I was like, just us spending the day together as a family. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it was just so beautiful. All of the attention was on all of us. Mm-hmm. Like, and um, it was really just so special. And I said to him, I was like, this is what Mother's Day should be about. You know what Aww. I mean? I didn't need flowers. I didn't need a gift. Like, this was just, this was it. And after, like, the past couple of weeks that I've been, like, scrambling and running around, it was so welcome. So it was awesome. So you really got to, like, chill out? We got to chill out. Yeah. But it was great. And I always say, like, there are so many moms out there who feel unappreciated. You know, there was one of my girlfriends was just like, I'm ready to leave and go to Target right now. And I said, you know, every year it's different. You know, yeah. some years are better than others. But um, I definitely appreciated the fact that he made, oh, do you know what he did for the first time? What? He made me a cup of coffee. How was it? Do you know that this man... This is tricky. No. He had no idea how to use the coffee machine, honey. He goes, do you want coffee? And I said, yes. He and the boys were like catering to me, yeah. right? So I was on the couch. It was like couch. Mother's Day breakfast. Yes. Aww. And so Noah says, mommy, would you like some water? And I said, sure, honey. They were just excited that they got to use the water of cooler. Course. Like they were just like pressing the buttons. And then um, Mark said to me, he goes, you want coffee? I said, yeah. He goes, well, what, like, what do I do? I go, well, first you plug it in. And then you turn the power on. <laughs> I had to walk him step by step through the curate. Were you on the couch acting like a whole entire queen the whole time? Um, no, I said to him, let me or get up, up and do it. I was like, I'll get up and do it. And he goes, no, 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 sit down. No, I'm going to do it. But truth be told, he doesn't drink coffee. Okay. So it's only fair that he didn't know. It. Like, he's really not like a dummy. But um, I just thought it was so sweet. And I took a picture of him. He's holding up the coffee container. He's like, what do I He's like, what do? I do? do I put this in Which here? Which one? And Where like, does it go? He was like, yeah. It's so as long confused. as he just has those questions for the coffee. Exactly. And as long as he doesn't have that question about other things. Like, where does it go? <laughs> you know where it goes. So, um, no, but it was just an awesome, awesome weekend. And you got to spend it with your girls. Yeah. On Saturday, I saw them. But, you know, Mother's Day is a weird day for me because I've told you this before. I'm not really close to my mom. Right, right. And my mom's really never around. And then I'm not a mom, even though I want to be a mom. Sure. So it's always like very like nostalgic and kind of like a little bit sad for me. And I always have like a moment. Yeah. Like I'm like looking through Instagram and I'm like, everybody's posting a kid and people love revealing pregnancies during Mother's Day. And I'm like, oh, such and such is having a baby. And then I tell my husband all the time, I'm like, 
every year I say next year I'm gonna be a mom, and yes. then next year Mother's Day comes, yeah. And there's nothing for me to post. Oh, babe. And he's like, don't feel like that. Your you, time will come. I know, but it's like weird. It's like Mother's Day. Then I was like, I'm not going to look at social media anymore. Yeah. Because it's like weird. It's like, I don't even really have that many pictures with my mom to right. even post. So it's, it, I feel like I was raised by like a group of women. Yes. So it's like, I never feel like one mom. It takes a village. It does. You know, it was like my grandmother sometimes, my my godmother sometimes, my older sister. Right. We were in Dominican, uh, a maid. Yeah. It, 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 my mom was just always like just such a transient like person. Right. That I feel like she was never like grounded and solid enough to be a mom. And, I, and granted, she wanted to give us the best. That's the reason she traveled so much. Of course. Much. But Mother's Day for me are like so different. It's weird. It, but can it, we it really be honest is weird. though? Aren't there so many women out there who are maybe even listening right now? You're an auntie or you're a cousin mm-hmm. or you're someone who has such an incredible influence on a child's yeah, life. Yeah, No, it's true. I have like six godchildren. Oh my gosh! I honey. know everybody sees me as like a mom, nobody but I'm not a mom. Nobody wants to give me that responsibility. What is there about me? <laughs> that nobody wants me to be their godmother. I will whip them kids into shape. No. They know they. I don't play those games. Of course, but you know what? That's to be celebrated too. You know, just because you don't have the title doesn't yeah. mean that you can't enjoy the day and like the influence that you have on so many little humans. You I know? know. And then late at night, I saw like a meme, and it was just like it was like uh, it was like sending love to like the moms who have lost a child or the people who have lost their mom or the moms that have miscarried or who lost a baby or the people that can't have kids and I was like oh I'm not alone there's a lot of different people that have mixed feelings on Mother's Day of course there are due to all types of different circumstances right and I was like okay I feel a little better it came at like 11 o'clock at night this girl Crystal um, she listens to the podcast she posted it I was like come on Crystal you gonna post this like when I'm getting ready to go to bed why couldn't you post this at 9am and make me feel better all day Thank you. But you know what? That's where social media does good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for those moments, like when you said, I'm going to just turn this off. I'm seeing everybody's pictures with their moms and everything. And it's true. You know, like you can have somebody kind of just open up that perspective for you and make you realize, you know what? I'm not alone. And I felt bad yesterday. It's so true. Looking through my pictures, I was trying to find a picture of just me and my mom. Uh It's always of my mom and the kids or my mom and my dad and never really one of me. And I remember the picture that I posted on my Instagram. That was a good one. I loved it. You look so good. Thank you, girl. she's so cute. I was like, finally, I see what her mom looks like. Well, you know what it was? Everybody was like sitting there taking pictures and I grabbed her and I was like, come and take a picture with me, Mama Bear. That's what I call her. And that was that picture. And it was just one shot because my husband doesn't like taking pictures Mm -hmm. of me. And uh, he's he's not alone. He's not the Instagram photographer. It's like it pains them. I need you to like find the right light. Give me an angle. Go from high. Get me from below. Make sure it's not blurry. Get me from the side. Exactly. Like (laughs) zoom in a little bit. He does nothing of that. So this was one shot and it was a great it is a good shot photo you yeah know? You, we have to do that like i've been documenting moments for the past like two years of like my friends and family yeah and like, why are you recording this don't post this i'm like i'm not posting this it's for me and then i send it to them randomly oh and, and then it's a like, special memory it is it and then they're like back. when the hell did you record me doing this right, right. and i'm like this is this is what we should be doing because we no longer have those home videos yeah. but we have a phone and we're not even using them the right way well there was just a study that was released that you all of these studies pictures, I love all it. of these pictures I know I'm always good for a study I'm actually reading a very good article right now about uh, free thinking free parenting but um, anyway in this uh, article they were talking about how we have so many pictures and they just stay on your memory how many pictures have you printed within the last year none 
Probably none. None. And now you're going back. So when when did the iPhone? When was the iPhone created? I believe what was it? Two thousand one or something like that. Two thousand one around there. Around there. So think about that. Almost twenty years of photos that are vaulted yeah and you got to find a way to bring those back so that's great that you're sending out those special memories they're like, like when did you record me I, know. I show ashley videos of me and her all the time she's like bitch i know she calls us ebony and ivory oh you two are hilarious i'm like but i did my 23 and me and i'm blacker than her so are i'm like am really? i ebony or are you ivory i'm Wait, confused you just you brushed over the headline you did 23 and me yeah did 23 and me i am so afraid to do it i don't need anybody i'm super afraid now that i DNA. did it my dna is stored girl i can't come in no crimes I, you cannot girl because now they got you so <laughs> you sent that in and then what did you find out that you were it was like 60 percent European, mostly like um, Spaniard, Portuguese. Okay. And then like a 36% Nigerian. Stop. Yeah. You are big in the Nigeria. Yeah, that's big. If Nigerians like, love me. I'm telling you, Nigerians My friends follow make fun me of me on the social media too. I don't know why I'm big in Nigeria. I mean, so am I. <laughs> it's like it's like how United I, States and Nigeria. How did I like? How did I end up on their algorithms? I'm not questioning it. I'll take it. But listen, still. we're about to go host parties in Nigeria. Send a bag. You know they got all this money. Over I'm there. down. Get, what what do I say? I want to get flewed out. I want to get flewed out to Nigeria. To Nigeria. Cut the check. <laughs> and then I was only like one percent. Native Indian Dominican. Really? Like 1%. I'm like, what am I? I'm so fascinated by 23andMe, but I've never had the nerve to do it. I don't do it because then after that, I was just like, oh my God, my DNA is like stored somewhere. I don't even know what they're going to do with it. And every now and then they're like, new cousins have arrived. And I'm like, who no, are these I humans? I don't need any more. Carolina, one of my cousins reached out to me on DM. What? And she's like, honey, did you do 23andMe? And I was like, yeah, I did. And she said, well, we're third cousins. Stop it. How oh, did God. she get your information? No, well, it stays there. And when you put your DNA, it then tells you like these people might be related to you oh other people who have done the yes, service so yes. then you're in a, like a database yes, no exactly. thank you i don't need any more people finding me uh-huh wow a bunch of, and it tells you like your great-grandparents were the same or your grandparents were the same it tells you like how you're connected i'm very curious to hear where my family is from like because you just said you're like spanish or spaniard uh portuguese, portuguese and yeah. stuff you know you're trying to be royalty and you're just no, like no no but i'm saying like people that go and do these 23 me's are like well you know that I am from the aristocracy and all this other. Oh, I'm like, God. Get no, you're not. Here. Such a goofy ass. Now you're from Kentucky. <laughs> exactly. So you put something up on your Instagram that uh -huh. I thought was such a topic starter, and I want to know why you put this up there. And you asked the question, ladies, is it okay for your man to buy his kid's mom a Mother's Day gift? So we're talking about a man that mm -hmm. has children from another relationship or yeah. another marriage, and whether or not it's okay for him to buy his baby mama a gift. Yeah. What's what's behind this? Well, a lot of my friends date guys with kids. Of course, yeah. And it's always that topic of mm -hmm. like, can you believe he bought her a gift? And I'm like, maybe it's from the kids. Mm -hmm. No, it's from him. He's the one that bought it. So I wanted to see like what people thought about, you know, an ex giving a Mother's Day gift to the women that had his children. Uh-huh. And the consensus was 50-50. A lot really? of people were just like, totally inappropriate. I'm like, why? Yeah. What do you think? I think it shows evolution. Yeah. I think it shows maturity, and I think it's a great example for the children. So here's the thing. You know, normally when relationships end, there's a little bit of bitterness involved. You get over that bitterness over the years. Especially and, you one know, person wasn't ready to end the relationship. Exactly. Yeah. So if somebody can be grown enough to say, look, 
And it can't be some intimate gift. Don't get me wrong. It can't be something where it's like you're trying to get that old thing back. Yeah. You know, it's more of just like a sign something of... Something from the kids. You're doing a great job with our children. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Now, if he's buying his baby mama something a little bit more than what he bought me, then we're going to have issues. But, you know, <laughs> it's got to be... It's a gesture and it's a token of appreciation. And I think once we start thinking that way, it's mm-hmm. better for everybody. Think of how much better it could be for your relationship co-parenting. Yeah, if, if he doesn't have drama with the mother of his kids, your life is going to be a whole lot easier. Think about the example it sends to your own children. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's like, look, mommy and daddy, the relationship didn't work out, but we can still be friendly and we can still appreciate and respect one another. I think it's a beautiful thing. Do I you, really do. Do you think it sends mixed signals like oh, well, my ex just pulled up to the house and, you know, he bought me a bag and flowers. Do you think it sends mixed signals to, like, the ex? I think if you haven't had that discussion, it could, right? Like, and I also think it could could cause a problem for the wife or the ex-wife or the ex-baby mama Mm -hmm. with her current relationship because a guy might feel a certain type of way about his woman receiving gifts from another man. You know what I'm saying? It's very complicated. It is very complicated. But I think it needs to be done in the right way and that's why I'm saying it's a gesture. Flowers. Yeah. uh, Some candy. A card from the kids. You know what I mean? Just to let her know that you're thinking of her on that day. Now let's take it a step further. Uh, Like one of my friends hit me today and she was like, hey, the guy I've been talking to like totally disappeared yesterday. Mm -hmm. And he has no family in New York. The only person here is his ex, who is the mother of his kid. So then basically they got back together. Is that or what she's he thinking? just decided to spend the day with her for the for the kid's sake. You can't ghost me and not tell me what's If you want to do that, then that's fine. Then let me know and give me a heads up. But don't pretend like you can't receive my phone calls. Like, what's that? What, what did Cardi B say? Like, if you can't text back, text with your nose. Do yeah. something. Exactly. So then she asked him, she was like, well, what did you do yesterday? And he was like, I spent the day with the family. I'm what like, are you going to tell me? I'm like, bitch, who is the family? His yeah. ex and his kid, if that's the family. Then he, you're not a part of that. He has no reason to be dating. Exactly. Now, do you think going out with kids on holidays and stuff like that, just for the sake of like a fake family unit, do you think that's cool? Because I know of people that do stuff like that. Like I It's see, the kid's birthday. We're, we're going to spend the kid together with the the, the like the birthday together with our kid, even though we're not together. Oh, oh, meaning like the family? No, no, no. I do know a lot of people who do that. So do I. Yeah, I do. Oh, I thought you meant and that. Like, no, that... they're in other relationships now, yes. but they're like, okay, today's our kid's birthday, so we're gonna leave our 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 significant, significant other at home. Yeah, and today is all about the kid. I could see that. I could see that because you know it just gets so messy and complicated. And look, we're dealing with a bunch of different things at our age that children don't have the capacity to understand. You know what I mean? So if daddy. Like, let's say is divorced from mom mm-hmm. and daddy likes to go out and he's got a different woman every week. You don't need to be bringing that woman At to all. the baby's like At 10th all. birthday or I call them babies, but do you, you understand yeah, no, what I know I'm what you're saying. saying. Yeah. So it's like, it just gets very complicated. I think that the lines need to be drawn. You need to be very clear, but also I think that communicating between ex parents and people who are co-parenting, mm-hmm. it's the biggest tool and it's the best way for you guys to continue living like your best life. You know, speaking of, of like, like parents and kids. Yes. Can we talk about that picture Maluma posted with his mom? Oh, wow. That was kind of intimate. I felt inappropriate for looking at it a little bit. Can that t- was an intimate kiss. So he posted a picture of him kissing his mom, like, on the lips for Mother's Day. But, like, but like the bottom lip was still, like... 
attached to her lip when they were pulling apart. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that, it just seemed. I like, was like, who the hell he dating now? I, that's what I said. And she looks young too. She's blonde, but like from and the side, yeah. And his hands were like cradling her face and shit. I don't know. I mean, look, I have two little boys, and I have to be honest with you. Yes, I still give them pecks on the lips yeah. because they're babies. Yeah, they're three and five. There's gonna come a time where that's gonna phase out. Yeah. And I think that as a woman, you want to see your son have a healthy relationship with another woman and a physical relationship at that with you know whoever they choose to love actually i should say with their significant other i don't think that 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 got me a little bit like me too mm-hmm. i had to hit swipe i'm like who is maluma kissing mm-hmm, like this mm-hmm. and it was his whole entire mom well there are people who shame parents for kissing their kids on the lips like uh famous one is david beckham yeah i've seen that david beckham always kisses his kids on the lips yeah. um and, and not just the daughter by the way i will the say he kisses the boys on the lips my as well. dad used to kiss me on the lips like i remember like when I was smaller, but, you but there was what? nothing I mean, any, it's like anything a, it's weird like a, about it. Like yeah, exactly. There's no lingering there. That Maluma kiss, they lingered. Let me tell you one thing: for a, a second too long, that makes it uncomfortable. You can't make it uncomfortable. You got to just like. Hey, nah, that on. was kind of like, and a lot of people had a lot of stuff to say. I have seen adult family members that kiss each other on the lips. I, I can't get down with it. I've seen mm-hmm. it, and I've seen girlfriends that kiss on the lips, even though they're not lesbian or like interested in each other. You know what? Yeah. I think some people feel like kissing on the lips is like another layer of love and, mm. and connection and bonding. Yeah. I'm not a closed off person. I think I'm a pretty affectionate woman, but yeah. I think that that's reserved for like strictly for my husband. You know, yeah. I don't kiss anybody on the lips other than my husband or my babies. And by the way, I will tell you this. Like I said, it is going to get phased out. I get freaked out. Anybody kissing me. You know, when I was like two years old, I had an auntie who shall remain nameless that came over and gave me a kiss and gave me herpes when I was like two Never. years old. Are you the, the, kidding the, me? You know, everybody. Yeah. I, like, come on, people. Let's be honest yeah, here. Everybody gets a herpes. But that's but wild. Like, but giving my, a kid. My parents lost their minds. They were so upset. Because you can see pictures of me back when I was like a little baby, yeah. three, four years old with a like big old sore on my And they were so angry. And that's why yeah. they said you never kiss an adult on the lips. I was, I was like two. I, I yeah, didn't have but anything to the say. Adult the adult should have known better. You as a kid, you don't know no good. Exactly. Cut. I know I'm going to be that type of mom. Do not be kissing my baby nowhere near the mouth or nowhere near the, the face. Like, I, we should start the kiss guard. Yeah, for you real. You know what I mean? Like there are, But you know what? There are some I will tell you this you'll encounter this too as you um, become when you become a parent there are people who work for your who work in schools right and they become so affectionate to your children and you love that but you're like ah, ah, mm, mm, mm. wait hold yeah, on yeah hold up back up back up a little bit you know because that you, ain't your blood Noah exactly so you know there are some people who take it a little bit too far yeah and I don't know I just I cannot get down with the Maluma kiss I think Neither it's a little I. bit suspect it, it yeah. is it's just yeah. weird and inappropriate listen I don't know some people are like really really connected to their parents I am and I am I you can't get much closer to your parents than me Honestly, I we have a very solid relationship. My brothers, I have three brothers. When Mark met my brothers, he was like, "Wow, y'all are like really affectionate because they're always hugging me, yeah, and like we massaging are. my mm-hmm. shoulders." We're, I'm, I'm like that with my older and brother. Like, hey, babe, how are you? Like the, when I pick up the phone, I'm like, "Hey, babe, hey, babe," you know. And Mark's like, "Who are you talking to?" I'm like, "My brother," <laughs> you know. So that's kind of the relationship that we have. But that's, we don't, there's no kissing on the, we, we can love each other and kiss on the cheek. Yeah. for the That goes for the girlfriends too. I've seen female friends do that. My, my Puerto Rican friend. Yeah. Her and her family, they all kiss on the lips a lot. 
like right. aunts and uncles and uh, mom and, and the friend and the sister. I feel like maybe she might have kissed me on the lips before when we were younger. But now here's the thing. Are we being judgmental? Is this the part where we're being judgmental? No, where, no, I because don't know. I don't want to be that way. Are they other races that do this type of stuff? Absolutely. Definitely. I know that Europeans. there are a lot of, uh, Europeans. It got to be Europeans because, totally. you know, uh, Americans are super Irish hypersensitive. Irish people are super affectionate. I mean, not to stereotype, yeah. but I have Irish friends yeah. that are Italians very, are very affectionate, Italians too. Italians kiss each yeah. other on the, uh, mwah, and they grab yeah. each other's yeah, yeah, faces. Yeah. So, okay. And even the men do it. But I just don't want to be a judgmental person because it's not right for me. I'd rather just not kiss on the lips. I think so too. Kiss me on the forehead, kiss me on the side. Like even I saw my husband. My husband's best friend is like my brother, and I hugged him, and I was so happy to see him, and I kissed him on the top of the head. Right. My husband looked at me like, "What are you doing?" But it just felt good. It, was, yes. it just felt like I love him so much, and I'm so happy to see him. Yeah, but that's a different yeah. type of love. Yeah, no, most definitely. But um, Mother's Day was interesting. Yes, to and say I think the least. <laughs> a lot of posts. A lot of people I didn't know were moms. Yes. A lot of people were very young moms. I'm like, hold on. So your mom had you at 10? Understood. Oh a lot my of beautiful gosh. mothers, too. And you know what? There was a beautiful video of Russell Wilson gifting his mother with a house. But you're not, But now, okay, here's the thing. What are you getting her next year? You know what I mean? Like, you can't be getting her, like, some massage certificates next year. No, you not at all. Every house. year you got it. First Every of all, year. Did you see Cardi's boil that she got? Like all the crabs and all the corns and all the she, potatoes. She's a mess. Yo. I she love is her. a riot. But this is what she wanted, right? Is this not like what she asked for? So she and she also got Birkin bags. Yeah, or she got like two that. Birkin bags and she got culture. This is her first Mother's Day. And it's a it beautiful so cute. thing. But then you go the other extreme to people like me who don't get one single material thing and I'm so happy. I, there, I'm there like that too. There could be one thing that I wanted. And I even said, Mark asked me, he was like, do you want it? I was like, what, what do I need? Oh, what? I don't have room anywhere yeah, to put anything. To say that you got me something for Mother's Day, like, it's all good. Like, let's just go out to eat and we'll, we'll handle it. Yeah, giving gifts is weird to me sometimes. Well, not giving gifts, receiving gifts. Receive, I'm very, it's tough for me to receive gifts. I don't like receiving gifts and I don't like people spending their money on I'm me. I'm a giver. So am I. I'm a giver. And I even said that to my girlfriends. My birthday's coming up on Saturday. And um, I didn't even bring up, my husband said to me, he goes, do you want to do anything for your birthday? And I said, no. And he said, Carolina, you're going to be so upset if you're not doing something on Saturday night. I said, fine, then let's just throw out. I, I just feel weird saying, hey, does anybody want to get together for my birthday? Well, like, can I, I ask like a question? Weirdo. Who's responsible for planning your birthday? Who is responsible for planning your birthday? Because I said, you should have sent out a text to everybody if you wanted to if celebrate my day. Me personally, like I feel like if you have a significant other, it's on them. It is on them to I plan agree. your birthday. One hundred percent. Girls' you. dinner. Your girls can plan a dinner too if they want to. But I feel like your significant other is always responsible for spearheading the movement. I agree because I think it looks very narcissistic to say, "Hey guys, let's go out and let's celebrate me on this Saturday night." That. You know, I so hate that. I threw it out there, and all my friends had plans. Uh, two of them can make it to dinner. And I said, "That's fine. That's all I need. Let's go out to dinner." I didn't want to make a big deal out of it anyway, but I just feel so awkward being the person to send out the evite let's celebrate carolina from carolina time to celebrate my birthday you know again what? don't you feel nah, somebody like- somebody has to take like for my sister i did the sip and pain i took like control so i feel like the person that's closest to you yeah is responsible yeah. whether it be your best friend your sister your husband whoever is next of kin 
pretty much has to plan the birthday. And take note, ladies. Next year, you guys got to be the ones to plan my birthday for me because that's why I felt bad. One of my girlfriends, she was like, I have another birthday that night. And I said, oh, don't worry about it. It's oh, fine. thanks. No offense. No, I really wasn't offended because it's like, I'm asking people two weeks before the actual day. Of course they have plans. Oh, God. People ask me three days before things. Really? Yes. Oh, Super man. last minute, but tomorrow. Yeah. And let me ask you a question. Give it to me. When people hit you with, like, super last-minute invites for shit that obviously has been planned for a long time. Oh, you were B-list. How do you feel? You were B-list. Do you feel like... I don't feel obligated. I'm not going to that shit. No, no, no. If I can, I will. If I can, I'll be there, but I don't feel obligated. I need to be invited off the rip. Don't come to me talking about, oh, I forgot to tell you, tomorrow... Oh, no, no, no. Something like that. Hell yeah. No, no, no. But if it's like the week. Meanwhile, uh, there's a whole in- invite and stuff. And, and people have been planning for months. Yeah, and just because like, they saw me on their story, out. now you want to invite uh-uh. me too? I'm no. not going to that. Stuff like that doesn't happen to me, though. People don't it invite doesn't? me places. <laughs> really? I always get like random invites. Like, hey, tomorrow, if you can make it. I'm like, no, no. I-, I can't make shit tomorrow. I can't make it. I can't it. make shit n- next week or the week after. Exactly. Like, the calendar is jam-packed. But I feel a way. Yeah, I do. Well, I would say yes. If it's a if it's a close person, I'll try to make it work. But if I can't, I don't feel obligated because you just asked me this week. You should have asked me a long time ago. And also about the gift thing, my my friend Brooke and I were talking and she said, oh, you know, let's do dinner. And, and I said, girl, please, I mean it. And I really do sincerely mean it. I said, don't get me anything. Like, I don't That's want, me. I don't want, need anything. I'm like, in fact, like, if you guys want to do something, let's like figure out uh, like something else to give it to because oh my god that's so crazy that you say that because i've been wanting to do that but then i'm like i don't want people to feel like i i feel the exact like, same way i think i'm like some hot big shit that no. like wants to donate to a charity right. her birthday or gifts you know what i'm saying yeah but it's no, like no i'm not i promise you but for me it's just like and please don't take this the wrong way but your money i want your money it, like, i could buy myself a you new... work so hard for your yeah. money like my friends like i love you so much i don't even want you to spend your money on me right. even when i do like if i do a dinner for my husband like i will pay for everybody whoever i invite i do not want anybody to spend any money don't buy me any gifts mm-hmm. my family hates that about me i know but i tell them all the time you guys work so hard for your money to spend it on me it's like why for and what i will be honest we get so much stuff for free we do we really do so i mean let's be honest here because like i get a lot of makeup stuff from mm-hmm. friends that are beauty bloggers and they'll like throw stuff my brands, way yeah different brands and I'm, we're, I'm not bragging what i'm saying is Instead of you getting me a gift card to Sephora, I've already got stuff, and I know what I like. Let's donate. Let's the donate gift card. the gift card. Maybe to like work uh, for success or like something a mama's like that. house yeah. or something. Yes. Okay. Something so we're like on the that. same way. Yeah, we are on yeah. the same level. I just haven't reached the next step of like telling people I want to donate their gift. Right. What celebrity had that virtual baby shower where everything was donated? Oh, was it? I don't remember. Shakira. But I know, oh, was it Shakira? I think it was Shakira. Oh, and she had a partnership with Fisher-Price at that time because she just created a and line of toys. everything went to UNICEF yes. or something yes. like that. That's yes. some dope shit I think I would do. But given the fact that I don't have a child and I don't own not one bobo or biberon, <laughs> I might not be able to do it. Right. But maybe for our birthdays next year, we can do something like I that. I think it's just the way to go. And even Mark and I have said before, on my brother's... Um, birthday invitation 
my sister and I were talking about it, my sister-in-law, and I said to her, you know, you don't really want gifts. I said, put on the invitation, please, no gifts. Yeah, you know? when I went to Envy's baby shower, mm-hmm. it said, please don't bring a gift. And then I said, you have to redirect them. So if they yeah. want to donate something, mm-hmm. tell them where to donate. I said, but, you know, if you don't want gifts, like, you have to put it out there. Because people will bring bottles or they'll yeah. bring, you know, so you don't want them to. <laughs> I don't mind a big old Patron, you know, I the know. one that's, like, almost $100. Or the Hennessy. A bottle, what is it, 1842, 1940? Oh, what is it? Like, <laughs> now she wants the expensive stuff. I'm, I know, but I, I feel like that's just the way that things are going. But then you look at somebody like Kim Kardashian, who has all uh, this money. And uh, I swear, I'm not bringing this up to, to drag her, but there were a lot of people that were very upset about the fact that she's having she's had her fourth baby now, yeah, okay. that they have money out the, you know, mm-hmm. yin yang. And uh, she threw a baby shower. For the fourth baby. It was a CBD baby shower. not a damn diaper. But let's not make assumptions. We don't know because we're not there. We weren't in Chicago one. Where is all her stuff? I know. Girl, please don't tell me about the hand-me-downs. I give all of my hand-me-downs. I take meticulous care of my baby's clothes. And what I do is we have a friend who just had a baby that's like one year old. Everything for my boys, I give it to her. That's Tupperwares. Amazing. Literal Tupperware. Because kids wear stuff like, what, once or twice? And some of them don't even fit. And I said to her, I go, you know, both of my boys had different body types. I said, so you're going to get a range. One of them is slim and long? Yes. I know. Yeah, I know. I've sure seen them. slim and long, and then Noah is a little bit, like, stockier. And I said to her, I go, the only thing I'll ask you is that if you don't use them for your son, please just pass them along to another mother yeah, who needs donate them. donate them. Donate them, and, and then I feel like I did my good deed. Of course. You know? Especially the clothes from, like, zero to, like, one year. What they do lay in the crib that clothes is brand new yeah absolutely so you want the hand-me-downs trust me and i said <laughs> especially and then i'm the person who gets on my soapbox i'm like especially in this day of waste and recycling of like course. we need to you know that disposable, disposable clothing, clothing situation yes and so i said we have so much stuff like why not give it to other people if it's still in good use take it I say the same thing. It's crazy when I, my, my goddaughter was born and I kept buying her stuff. I'm like, can you save that for my child? Can you save that for my child? Don't throw these away. Those little Uggs, if she doesn't dirty them, save them for my, my baby. My mom said, She's no five. Tonta, You She's know? Five. I mean, absolutely. Keep saving them because that shit don't go out of stuff. <laughs> Those Uggs are forever. <laughs> do you want to step into the salon? Let's do it. Okay. We actually got two letters from two different listeners. I like this one, well, for today's topic. Okay. Um, This one comes from Evelyn. Okay. And she says, I've been listening to your podcast since day one, and I fell a little behind. Well, Evelyn, you need to catch up. Sorry, go ahead. She's out here playing <laughs> games. I finally listened to the last three when I was doing my workouts, and I took notes because I had to email you both on things that I laughed at and Aww. questions. I'll try to make it short as possible. First, I was dying laughing at the Black Wedding Band because my husband has one. Oh, that's right. We were talking about how Andrew told us that was a sign that you're a swinger if you have a Black Wedding Band, yes. which we didn't know. So Evelyn says, I was mortified when I found out it stood for that. Hope no bitches is trying anything. <laughs> Next, Carolina, I was at Home Goods this weekend and saw these chairs at Westbury outside the store, so I took a picture for you. Oh my gosh, those must have been the Adirondack chairs. It was that, the Adirondack yes, chairs. Yes. And side no, I actually heard you use upside down pineapples like when you go food shopping. What? Yes, I've heard that too. If you're shopping at a supermarket, the first thing you do is like grab a pineapple and put it upside down in your cart. And then while you're walking around the supermarket, that's like a symbolism for like, no, I'm ready no, to swing. No way. Yes. Okay. And, and she says you can also put it outside your home. Okay. She also wants me to talk about my lipo experience. Oh, she got questions, questions, oh my questions. Gosh. Wait, when did you get lipo? Did you reveal that? Listen, I got lipo a long time ago. Oh, yeah, ago. you did tell me about and it. Can we stop and talk about it for a minute? Yes, absolutely. Sorry. Evelyn, but we're going to sidebar. Go ahead. It was the most 
most painful really shit I've ever it felt like I got beat up where did you can I ask that what area my legs oh and uh, so I did my legs yeah I thought I was gonna go to lipo and then I was gonna have skinny thighs for whatever reason and here we are (laughs) you were getting that thigh gap yeah okay Mm -hmm. yeah I was gonna have thighs like Paris Hilton I was gonna come out you know ready to model for Victoria's Secret absolutely not all I got was like maybe like seven pounds worth of fat taken out really Carolina I told my job I was going on vacation to get the lipo I had to end up telling my job that I had a jet ski accident and I was disabled. I was bed bound for two weeks after my lipo. What? Yeah. Is I that like normal though? I wouldn't know. I don't know. know. This was like probably like 15 years ago. Oh, so maybe it wasn't like as As advanced as it is as now. It is maybe now. it was like real yeah. archaic or whatever. Yeah. I took my whole tax return and went and got me a leg lipo. And Carolina, it was just painful. I was bruised. I could barely walk. And then, you know, it was very swollen for a very long time. So it actually put me in a state of, like, depression because I started feeling like, what did I do? This was a waste of money. This was a waste of time. And, you know, later on, I guess the swelling went down. Uh and, And I guess in some areas it was smaller. But I wouldn't recommend you get any type of liposuction in an area as big as the thigh area well, especially if you you're super it. thick you use it it's it's the biggest muscle in your body you right. need to be able to walk around so maybe i need to do a new lipo any doctors if you're listening out there and you're trying well, to give me a lipo for free i am down but funny use that it. you mentioned that because Why? we're having dr tutella come up uh the plastic surgeon to the stars oh. and um and me by the way he does my botox but um he's gonna come in next week because there's a lot of women who talk about their family members going back to the old country meaning like colombia yeah going we need back to, to talk the about DR that and getting that's, some that's, surgeries yeah. done so he's gonna talk to us about why you shouldn't do that and some of the things that he's seen as a plastic i did surgeon. go to the dominican republic that's where i got my life done well then this is exactly why we're having him on next week so luckily I'm i didn't die yeah no i know you're lucky so then your experience was not great and not for the leg lipo i'll tell you that much and then my legs are are super thick as is so i just really didn't see a big difference i think if you're gonna do lipo like the waist mm-hmm. maybe very i think very um very like segmented wherever you do it so you can really see the difference i think it was just like everywhere all over the place and i really didn't see it so okay all right so good Uh, well i mean there you go you had your answer so now evelyn says lastly honey i'm just like you my career is what is making me nervous for kids oh i work so hard to get where i am and i'm 36 so the age scares me too my point is i appreciate you discussing it because it makes me feel not alone and carolina i love your tips on parenting the love you have for your kids and balancing a challenging career gives me hope and how do you stay sane well girl i ain't sane uh she says lol and happy i love the podcast evelyn Thank you so, so much for your feedback. Super dope. She we, really did listen. She, she did a notes. lot of points here. I love this. But you know what? I will say this. I'm glad that we brought up the liposuction because I do think there are a lot of women out there who want that like quick fix or they see that one flaw in their body. And yeah. every time you go to the mirror, it's like that's the one thing that you focus on. I do on. it all the time. But there are so many women who are going to different countries and getting these procedures done. And there's a real risk. There's a giant risk. And you guys need to know yes, about it. And you know, is. you need to educate. That's a thing. We started this podcast and a lot of people have said, you know, we're funny and they enjoy us. But it's also about educating people. It is. You know? and, and, and using our experiences as like maybe helping to uh, 
helping other people avoid making the same mistakes. It's just like, oh my God, I heard heard Honey talk about, you know, her leg lipo and Mm -hmm. how it just really didn't make a big difference. Maybe I'll just consider working out, lifting weights and just take a a different route because it really, I felt like it really was a waste of money. Well, now there are so many other options too, which we'll have Dr. Dutella tell us about. Your doctor friend needs to put me on. I heard they have like Lisa lipo now. What? Yeah. Oh, well then I need it. You know what I need? I'll tell you right now, my cellulite is an issue and that's hereditary and there is nothing that is going to be able to help me because I know summer is around the corner. No, you know what? Can I tell you this? I did Sculptra Lift over at Beauty Fix Med Spa. Uh You know, after I lost weight, my stomach, the skin on my stomach was not as tight as I would want it to be. Right. And I did it and I saw a very big difference. And now I'm going to go back. But you have to be consistent. Yeah, now I'm going to go back. Well, I only did it one time. Oh, wow. Okay, so I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you the picture. Um, Like, where's my phone? I can show you, like, the difference, like, between, because it's crazy when you lose weight, your skin becomes kind of like saggy just not tight anymore right or crepey that you and call it. i went there and i did i have a before and after picture because i wanted to show it to my sister yeah, i want to see it and i want to show you because it really did make a difference like you see the skin here oh my gosh honey it's a big difference right wow and that was just one treatment and uh, what, is it painful no no what is it so like it wasn't put... painful it was like i felt like heat i see that she marked you up here yeah like did okay mm-hmm. But you see the smoothness is, wow. is completely different. Oh, my god! And it was gosh. only one treatment. So I maybe you can do that for the, your cellulite because I plan on doing it for the you inside of my legs. You have to tell me what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's called Sculptra Lift. Okay. I'm going to tag you. I have and to. And I'm going to tag them. And it just made a big, only one treatment. It, it took a month for me to see the results. D- and you could work like the next day. Carolina. You walking, you I like... got off the train. I went and I did it. It took like 30 minutes. And then I came here and I did an interview. Okay. Like well, I just put my shirt back on and I left. There was no downtime. There was no pain. It I was need the to quick, do it. It was the quickest thing I've ever done in my life. By the way, they're not paying for this, so no, you just not. gave them a free endorsement. But <laughs> no, well, you know what I wanted to tell you is that my stomach after I had my babies, mm-hmm. you know, you get a, a C-section. I had a C-section for both of them. Have you ever looked at a beagle? Have you ever looked at a beagle's the face? Dog? Yeah. Yeah, and my it's sister got has those, a beagle. Like, and it's got those like big old like jowls coming down my yes. stomach. I said to my husband, I, when I saw myself in the mirror I've seen the you in a bikini. Time, you're playing games and you're I lying swear, right no, now. No, no, no. This was like week one out of the oh, hospital. Week, okay, I, I thought you bet now. Because like, there's what? so much fluid and stuff Aww. in there. I said, my stomach looks like the saddest beagle to ever walk <laughs> the earth. I said, we have got to make this right again. This stomach needs Prozac. I said, I'm going to need mommy makeover. And then, I mean, I worked out and I've, you did I've done, amazing. yeah, I, I haven't had lipo or anything like that, but you know, you. you still have your insecurities of just as a you woman, do. you know, of course you do. I had that stomach and I was just like, oh, okay, how can I fix it? Oh, and I, now I'm like, oh, can we do it? The- looks good. Right. You see the difference? I swear. I swear. I'm not even bullshitting you. I that wanted to show great. Bella. I'm like, do you see the difference? Cause I see the difference. Bella doesn't need it. What is she talking about? What does she want to do? Not if you let her tell it. She need everything. Oh, if this you child. Let her tell we it. need to talk to her. Well, Evelyn, <laughs> thank you so much for stepping into the salon. And as always, guys, we love your feedback. Email us life in Spanglish podcast at gmail.com. And make sure you guys subscribe so that every time we drop an episode, we've been dropping two episodes a week. Yes. We and they love working it. overtime. We really have been working overtime and give it five stars. Yes, please follow us on socials at life Spanglish. And um, we'll be back in two yeah. days. Oh, yeah. Totally. We'll do it. And uh, don't expect any of the, those pictures from when my stomach looked like that. I'm not putting Or my before and after <laughs> my damn stomach. Don't be asking for that because I'm not giving it to you. imagine it all. <laughs> we out. Oh, that was great. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. 
Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.